of course, should you or any member of your IM force be caught or killed, the secretary will disavow any knowledge of your actions. As usual, this recording will decompose one minute after the breaking of the seal. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? Fantastic. How are you doing? All right. My allergies are bothering me a little bit. I sound, I can tell I sound extra weird <laughs> so i so apologize extra weird i mean yeah normally normal. weird but just extra weird today right exactly Got it. exactly so that's cool, cool. so let's just jump right into it uh anything you're watching right now that's exciting you well yes so um a couple of things so we started watching so i started watching this 2020 uh on Hulu, I think it was Hulu, and it was the girl from Plainview, or I think that's oh, what it was. Oh, okay. That, yeah, that yeah, girl yeah. who, like, har- harassed her boyfriend into committing suicide or whatever, but, uh, uh-huh. so they're like, oh, there's a, you know, there's a miniseries on Hulu, or a limited series, so then I f- we stopped it and started watching that instead, and then watched all the, uh, I think all the available episodes and it wasn't like the completed story yet. So then we went back and watched the the news story about it. And that's just some fascinating shit, man. I I don't know. If if you know the story, like just you know, it's a high school you know, kid. I kinda know it. I mean, I've heard of it, but Yeah, high high school kid, the girl's seventeen, I think, and um you know, they're they they text each other and, you know, were they dating or were they were they not they were they were dating but they lived like an hour away so they didn't see each other like only a couple of times like over a couple of years but gotcha anyway i don't know so you know it goes to trial and it's just messed up i think i don't know so i don't you know if you don't know the story i mean it already happened so uh, if you don't know it you want to watch it watch it it's interesting very interesting i just don't you know if i was i'm just glad i didn't have to judge you know, one way or the other, it would be a tough call. Um, you have to, you know, hear the evidence, but, um, right. So that aside, that, that was a little too heavy, a little too serious. Um, <laughs> so other than that, uh, better call Saul season six just yeah. came out yeah. a couple days I watched, ago. I watched the first two. Yeah. Yeah. Watched the first two. I was not disappointed. So, uh, yeah. That's yeah, it. I watched. I I, I, I yeah, watching those first two. The only thing I, I mean, I, I didn't go back and watch anything. I just had a little bit of problem remembering the names of all the people. Like, you know what I mean? Because they were just like be throwing out names. I'm like, wait, hold on, is that that guy or that? Yeah, guy? That guy? yeah. you know what I mean. I just yeah. forgot well, there some was, of their names. Yeah, Except and for, there was like a, I only a remember like that... Saul and you know, um, what a Hamlin, Hamill or whatever. You know, the guy. Yeah, Hamlin, Hamlin or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And uh, you know his wife, but <laughs> like everyone else, yeah. I'm like shit. What's her name? And Lalo, so. yeah, Lalo exactly. and Nacho, yeah. But they they brought that couple back from you know a previous episode. I didn't yeah, recognize and, them and, at all. 
Right. And I was trying to one of my boys is like, oh, that's right away. He's like, oh, that's what's her name? Blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm like. Yeah, I actually went and looked on like IMDb. I'm like, were they on this show before? Or do I know them from something else? So, but they were, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, no, I I, I enjoyed it too. Um, So, oh, uh, when (laughs) Jen was telling me the other day again how, you know, she was listening to the beginning of the episode because, you know, she doesn't like when we actually talk about TV shows. Um, oh, yeah. But, she, you know, the whole point of the podcast. We're like, we're she, like a 10-minute podcast for her, right? <laughs> just. But uh, what I was uh, – she she's like, you didn't mention Severance. I'm like, well, I don't think we started watching it yet. But, yeah, that's a new show. And I think I told you about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're a little, I haven't watched it yet. So. Yeah, we're a little late to the game because, you know, it's already over for the season. Um, but we had seen people talking about it on Twitter and talking about how like the ending is great or whatever. We're not there yet, um, ah. but we're enjoying it. It's weird. It's one of those things where, like I told you, it's weird. But you keep like trying to figure out what is like really going on. You know, you're like, I think it's this, or you know. So I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. And um, it sounds, I just sounds watched, interesting, though. Yeah, I just watched another Moon Knight, and it's still weird, but I like it. Oh yeah, I watched a couple of those. Yeah, it's weird, well, I right? I, may, have I have I watched them all? No, I think maybe the. I haven't watched. There was the, just one today. One. Yeah, no, I didn't watch that one. Okay, so you've watched three of them then? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good, but I'm still trying to figure it's out what's going bad. on in that one yeah. too. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I think Oscar Isaac does a good job. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And then uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I've watched. I don't think so. That I haven't talked about yet, um, but uh, I am going to finally watch the new Spider-Man movie because it's available to rent now. Nice, congratulations! <laughs> so, the next couple of days, I'm going to watch it, so okay. I'll be caught up for two weeks until the new Doctor Strange movie comes out. Yeah, yeah. Then I'll be behind again. Yep. Yeah, I'm not sure what to make of the new Doctor Strange movie. I mean, people. People are saying great things, but you know we'll see. Yeah, no, it seems looks like good. it might be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the first one. I didn't think I would like the first one. Same with me. And I did. I definitely enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd agree. That was a surprise for me too. Yeah, I, I didn't think I'd like it, but. <laughs> All right. Speaking of liking right. things, what uh, what did we watch today? We watched the pilot episode of Mission Impossible. Classic. Same the same. Basically, I mean, right? Man. This is like it was in the movie pretty much. Maybe yeah. maybe a tad updated. I don't know. Yeah. I think there's a, a Limp Biscuit revision <laughs> of this. but Right, because which one was that? Was that like the third one? Yeah, where they I did don't it? know. Or, uh, I don't remember I don't which know. one. Yeah, we this went and is watched going, this is a, This is back, 1966. Right. right. So we decided after the spy show, A Man Called Sloan, we'd go back and watch, not the original spy show, but the one a lot of people think of, you know, is, again, not the first. I know it's not the first, but, you know, What's when you first? think back, I don't know. <laughs> I just know it. I'm just sure just there was something. I'm just sure there was this something seems that to be earlier. it's 
it seems to be what set the tone for spy shows for like, modern you know I mean? right definitely yeah. i definitely yeah. agree um i definitely yeah i definitely agree with that actually there was something i want to look up but um But yeah, it had started. You started out with the classic music, and you know that you just played, and the wick burning. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's actually was not a, even how it started off, right? Remember, we it didn't start off with that because we started off with them and the, the him going into a like a music store, right? Oh, right, right, right. Yep. Right or no? I don't know. I don't know if that happened first. So. I know this was, they it do was have available something on, written I'm, down about classic intro or, uh, from the pilot and about a rubber mask. Yeah. And then I'm like, then he goes in for a special well, that's the, recording. Well, no. so maybe, yeah, that's I the first know. thing I, the first thing I have is intro classic music. Okay. Cause uh, that was, so I think that did happen first. Okay. Maybe it did. Cause, um, the reason I say that, cause I, I, I just was putting together some, a couple of the clips I had and, that came after something else, but the recording was really was really kind of messed up. Like you could tell, like because I forgot to stop the recording when I was recording the audio, and I kept going backwards. Like you keep hearing the same thing. So I was around. going back. I'm like, wait, what did I miss? So maybe that's why it's like that. So, so and I I watched this on um um well it was on Paramount Plus, but I couldn't find the password. I couldn't remember what the password was. So. <laughs> I had to watch it on Daily Motion, and oh, okay. I gotta say, it was it was an impressive uh, copy. It was like uh, really, I don't know if we talked about this before, but some of the old shows, like the black, even black and white, are like super crisp, you know, mm. compared to some like I don't know. It's just it looked it's just amazing. It just looked really good to me. I wonder if, like, the older so, shows, when they did colorize, they just weren't as good equipment then because it was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, who knows? It's possible. But, but yeah, no, this was on this thing. version, too. It was, it was a good, I don't know if it was a remaster or whatever. But um, but I do want to say, though, so, yeah, so he starts off by going into, we don't know who he is, but he goes into ask for a special record, and the girl's like, what the hell are you talking about? And, you know, basically the boss comes over and tells her to beat it. And... Um, right. He's like, which recording you want? It's some, I don't know. I don't know what he even said. I didn't copy it down. Some orchestra, but, 1963. Right. But know. it got it got me to remember, like, one of the new Mission Impossible movies, he does that too, where he goes in to get a record. And remember? And then he gets, like, locked in there, and, like, the lady out front ends up getting killed, and he's trapped in there, and he gets, like, gassed. Uh, I, I don't can't know. remember I don't if that was Rogue that Nation. Yeah, you haven't seen. Have you seen all of them? No, I haven't. Oh, no, I saw the first you? couple, and then, then then I haven't seen them after that. Oh, the later uh, ones are better. Are they? Yeah, I'll have to check them out. Like I, I think they get better after number three. To be honest with you, like I think the the last one I saw was where uh, Tom Cruise was on that motorcycle. Yeah, that was three. Like, a, like a, yeah, that's the last yeah. one I saw. After that, I think they got better. Um, I don't want to say not that they were more believable, but just like the last They're one was so a John, realistic. like the last one was a John Woo, which I know you like John Woo, oh, but yeah. um, it was a little more over the top action sequences. Not that they again aren't over the top now because he's hanging on the side of an airplane or one of them, but I don't know how to describe. It. I think it's more the way it's filmed versus the t- I don't know. John Woo has a particular 
style, right? You know, it's he a John Woo by looking at it. So, um, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I would, yeah, definitely check out the other ones. They're good. You know, I, I enjoy them. But anyway, um, what was I going to say? So they they do do that. <laughs> they do that. But yeah, because then he goes like back. Oh, so his name. Oh, actually, you know what? I have a clip. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm so discombobulated. I do what have are you a clip on, of, man? <laughs> <laughs> I do have a clip of uh, the mission being told to him via the uh, record. It's a little long, but I just wanted to play it because I wanted to point out or something that cracked me up. So here you go. Yeah. Good morning, Mr. Briggs. General Rio Dominguez, the dictator of Santa Costa, makes his headquarters in the Hotel Nacional. We've learned that two nuclear warheads furnished to Santa Costa by an enemy power are contained in the hotel vault. Their use is imminent. Mr. Briggs, your mission, should you decide to accept it, would be to remove both nuclear devices from Santa Costa. As always, you have carte blanche as to method and personnel. But of course, should you or any member of your IM force be caught or killed, the secretary will disavow any knowledge of your actions. As usual, this recording will decompose one minute after the breaking of the seal. I hope it's welcome back, Dan. It's been a while. So I just wanted to point out, not point out, but I just thought it was interesting. Like the recording is like, you know, kind of like they always are, right? It's just like so monotone right like he's like this is your mission you know like trying to be all cool yeah. about it but then, then he's like hey day welcome back <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> we missed you man <laughs> yeah so i guess we're supposed to assume this guy um hasn't been part of it before and yeah now he's, he's taking know, a break so do you know who this guy is that's playing dan uh, um i mean no <laughs> I don't. So I'm going to send you a picture because I'm going to say what show he's from. Oh, oh, wait! I just I just looked him up. What? <laughs> right? Stephen Hill from Law and Order, the old guy from Law and Order. Wow! Like, so it was funny. I, I had looked at IMDb and the credit, and you know, read about it before I watched it. And then as I was watching, I'm like, "Where is this guy?" <laughs> like, I didn't know it was yeah. him the whole time. Now I'm flipping back and forth. A ton younger, but you could right, and then eventually I did see it in like a couple of the scenes. Um, but in the beginning, like I got confused because I thought yeah, like it's tough. <laughs> I thought the guy, the big muscle guy, I thought that was him at first. Like I'm like, <laughs> wait, what? Because those two look a lot alike. Yeah, yeah, uh, their face, their the faces, show, or their heads, their facial features. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not like they're bodies um, not their physique <laughs> not, right not their physique yeah so yeah that his Stephen hill the other guy was um peter lupus with peter Lu- lupus Lou and I got, I think I, no. and I, <laughs> right and he was a muscle man too by the way in real life this guy was like a oh, bodybuilder yeah. yeah yeah and maybe maybe that's why in this episode he utters like five words this whole time right He's just a big hunk of meat like, in this one, yeah. right? I don't, I don't know if he talks more later or, like, it just reminded me, and I don't mean to make fun, but it reminded me like of the old like Bugs Bunny cartoons when they'd have a big muscle man character. He'd always be like, "Do you do? I don't know what you, you know what I mean?" 
Yeah. And, you know, now people make that joke all the time, and I don't mean to. A bunch it's of just, bodybuilders are going to kick your ass. <laughs> no, but. Right, exactly. But, uh, yeah, he does not speak many words. Um, no, no. But And I have more to talk about that later. Cause, but anyway, the Peter Lupus guy, the big guy, he was in, like, I think every episode. So Okay. All and right. Stephen Hill, uh, Briggs, he leaves, like, after the end of the first season, they don't even explain it. And that's when Peter Graves comes in. I thought Peter Graves okay. was in it the whole time. But Peter Graves I had never watched this spot. before in my life. Like, I've I never didn't either, but I knew Peter Graves was the, the head guy. I just, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Just from stuff. But I didn't realize that he comes in later, like after the first season, as the new head, and no one they don't explain anything. And actually, even... Um, uh, Barbara Bain, the woman in this, she's only like in the first two seasons, I think. Oh, really? And then they kind of rotate women through. Yeah, she's in 78 episodes, so maybe the first three. And then uh, okay. they just start rotating other women through. And I guess that's always what their plan was, is always to bring in some new people and like have two main people, but... Keep um, it fresh. Yeah, exactly. but some of the, like, um, the other guy... Um, um, what's his real name? Greg Morris, the exterminator. <laughs> or the one who played yeah, the exterminator. Yeah. That's who I, he, I refer to. He's in a lot. He's in for most of the episodes, too. But anyway, I digress. Um, so what are we doing here? All right, oh, we're at his so, apartment or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're at his apartment, and he's basically picking out his team. He's looking through some files of people, and, you know, it's like headshots with – I guess their profile of you know modern day or not modern day, but uh, your your 1966 version of Facebook for spies. He's just kind of flipping <laughs> through some pages, um, and he picks out his team. And yeah, and that's that was going to be my question: Is this always the same team? Yeah, going I forward? think. Well, and that's the other thing. So Martin Landau, if you notice, it shows guest star. He was only supposed to be in some episodes, so he can still do movies. But then he ended up being like a regular character for the first three seasons, I think it was. Oh, okay. But <laughs> I like that he was a man of a thousand faces, kind of like Hannibal from the A-Team. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but I did like when he was looking at the pictures. I think this was actually when he was looking while the record was playing, you know, just like the stuff going on, like nuclear weapons. Yeah. Oh, and it's Santa Costa. You know, they don't want to say Cuba. To piss off right. because that's basically what it is, um, but, but but they show the picture of the general. It's obvious that it's Martin Lando already in some terrible makeup, <laughs> <laughs> and it just cracked yeah. me up. I'm like, oh my god, this is bad. But again, makeup has come a long way. Um, all right, so oh yeah, and then <laughs> when they're going through the name, you know, they have they show all the people's pictures and the names. He picks. Uh, uh, Barbara Bain's character, who is named Cinnamon Carter, because you know she's named Cinnamon because she's a model, but that's right. not what I think of when I think of the name Cinnamon. Um, but uh, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> but it is kind of All a right. classic, more of a classic spy villainous name, right? You know, like yeah. on yeah. Like in, uh, well, I guess maybe not necessarily in James Bond. He would sometimes have his people on his side with weird names for women too. But I don't, I don't know why they always did that. Why, you know, why do they have to come yeah. up with weird names? 
Just makes except, it cooler. Except to give Mike Myers something to play with later when he does his yeah Austin Powers his par- his parodies right yeah all right all right so what do we do after uh, that uh, so let's see oh so they 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 I guess he meets his team right they're all in a room playing cards and, and all cheating um, yeah they're all cheating <laughs> they all have cards up their sleeves um. <laughs> And let's see. I, you know, I don't really like. I think he he goes kind of goes through like, okay, you're going to do this, you're going to do that, right? You know, this guy, you know, so he kind of runs through what everyone's going to do. So you kind of get their specialty. So like you said, like you know, the men of a thousand faces. You know, we know who the disguise guy is. We know who the, you know, the the weightlifter Willie. <laughs> right. Because yeah, he's like, you know, these warheads weigh two hundred pounds. You can be able to carry that. It's like, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go, <laughs> and then he stands go. up. Then he stands up, and he's like got one of those classic 60s shirts on that I don't know what material they were, almost like terry cloth with maybe velour. And with his tucked in his pants, but his waistband and his pants is like almost up to his nipples. Yeah, yeah. And so it's all, he looks like he's all pecs, you know. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. And then um, uh, they did point out the one guy he's going to do all, he's like the electronics wizard. That's uh, Greg Morris, Barney. And then then they had the safe cracker guy. Now, yeah. I didn't recognize it until after the fact I was looking up. So he's played by Wally Cox. Do you know what Wally Cox, in my mind, is famous for? Nope. And I meant to record something so I could tell you. He, he did the voice of Underdog. Get out of here. No. So, like, you think about it now. Think about how he spoke when he was in this. He was in other stuff, too. Yeah. But as soon as I saw that, I'm like, yeah, that's why I recognize his voice. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, 119 totally episodes thrown of Underdog. Now. Yeah. Like, I was actually <laughs> I was actually meant to record Underdog saying, there's no need to fear. And I was just going to play that for you, but I forgot. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. If only cool. I could go back in time. And then, oh, and then basically, yeah, when he's, like, giving out all the things, he goes to Cinnamon, and he's like, Cinnamon, and she's like, I'll just do what I do. I'm like, are you going to sleep with somebody? What are you going to do? <laughs> like, what does that mean? Pretty much. Yeah. No, but basically, she's just going to be eye candy to distract people <laughs> the whole time. Right, right, right. And then uh, off they go. And, you know, they turn up in, you know, what appears to be Cuba. <laughs> right. Complete military state. Again, they don't want to mention Cuba because they don't want to piss them off because the Cuban Missile Crisis wasn't, you know, long enough ago to forget right. about. Right, right. So, um, so they're there, I guess, kind of, kind of split up. But um, let's see if I get these names right. Barney, Barney uh-huh. is the uh, kind of surveillance guy. He's right. He's in, a, in like a truck and he's keeping an eye on things, watching things happen. Um, it, Couple, two other guys. I don't know. I'm not going to get their names. Was it Briggs and Briggs and Willie Armitage? I don't Briggs know. If and, they go. Okay, yeah. They Briggs they and Muscles drive up. Yeah, they drive up in a car. Um, let's see. They take the they so they go into the ho- this hotel, and you know the like the I don't know. Bellhop guy comes out. And he's like, they'll take their own bags because you know it's all spy shit. They can't just let it. <laughs> right. That. Yeah. He says that they're Swiss Swiss watch sellers. I don't know who they're going to sell Swiss watches to, but uh, 
<laughs> they have these gigantic things that I don't know. I like you would you could have like ten thousand watches in there. Uh, I mean, we, they should have been like we we're grandfather clock salesmen, and then they could use right. those two huge. That would have been better. We got two parts yeah. of a grandfather clock in it. We put it together. We said sell it to people. But I did like how when they were going up to like the checkpoint for the hotel, you know, they were checking that like these guards were checking their passports, and you know. He explains to the guy who he is, and he goes to say something to Willie, and like he cuts him off. Briggs cuts him off so he doesn't have to talk. He's like, "He's my manservant." I'm like, "Okay, yeah. you're not even gonna let him talk." Yeah, they didn't write any lines for him. But oh, and then when uh, he does get up there, they say they want to put these watches in the safe. Yes, in their vault or whatever. Right, right. That I guess opens in ten minutes. Right. It's and then, uh, and then Cinnamon shows up uh, with an old man in a wheelchair, and you know she's like, "Oh, we requested a ground floor room," and I think she had something she wanted to put in the safe too. Am I remembering that right? Uh, later, for I some reason, I have does. the time lock set for twelve hours. Right. Okay. And then, okay, then we watch. Then we watch Willie load the two giant suitcases into the vault. Um, right. And, then, yeah, and that's what they say. They, like, it only, I'm like, so this vault only opens every 12 hours? Like, you can only get stuff? In every, or out <laughs> every 12 hours. Yeah. It seems kind of weird. Better time it right. Yeah. yeah. And how long is it open um, for? So. And do you not need a combination then? It just opens every 12 hours? I, I, they didn't explain that. Yeah. No. Um, but then the door shuts. And um, we see we're like inside the vault now in the dark, and a flashlight turns on, and it's uh, Terry, mm-hmm. aka Underdog, Shoeshine Boy. <laughs> and That's what it is—the giant <laughs> shoeshine case that they're carrying. Yeah, yeah. He um, he pops out with this flashlight. He, he goes to work on. I guess what he's trying to do is what get get out of the safe. Why is he trying it's, to get out of the safe? I don't know. It he's he's trying to yeah he's trying to figure out how they can get out of the case, the the, the safe right because they say that, you know because they're gonna do the same thing again and put him inside there with the warhead, and I guess he's gonna right. open the door and sneak out or something. I don't know. I don't know. I think the warhead's already in there because it. Yes, the warhead's already in there. It's in it, a big yeah. case that says Peligrosto on it. So not yeah I don't I don't know what this test run is for where he's trying yeah. it out. Well, he's like cuz he they do show him it eventually and he's like got this thing he puts on the door on the outside of where the little wheel thing is to open it and he like Oh, to to get the figures combination. Figures out right? how to like turn it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he he records the combination or something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Um and then <laughs> The you know cinnamon is there and she's gonna drop her stuff off, and the dude in the wheelchair who was in the wheelchair? That was Martin Landau. See, oh, was. he was okay. a master of disguises. Yeah. You didn't even yeah, recognize him. That's right. <laughs> so he pops this like little secret door open on his suitcase, and, like all these mice fall out. <laughs> yeah. So you know now there's you know need for an exterminator. So yeah. that's where. Uh, Barney Barney comes back into the scene. As right. The and it was pretty slick. Like, I didn't see, I didn't understand what they were doing at first. So 
when they drop them, Briggs goes by Cinnamon and hands her something, like a bug thing or like a you know surveillance bug. I'm like, what are right. they doing? And then he pops one under the phone at the front desk. I'm like, oh, they're just going to listen in. But then she pops one at the phone out front, like out the like lobby or whatever you want to call right, it. Right, right. And then basically what happens is then, which is pretty genius, I guess, the 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 front desk calls for an exterminator. He picks up the phone and it she's basically on the other phone pretending to be the exterminator. Like it, he thinks it's a going out call. Right. And then she's like, okay, they'll be right here or something like that. And that's where we uh, get Barney to come in there to find the mice. Right, right. And he basically, he, you know, he spends the rest of the episode like crawling around in nets. And- <laughs> right. We don't get to see him a whole lot. Yeah. He doesn't get, I mean, he <laughs> does stuff, but he's, you know, kind of on he's his own. He's like laying wire and stuff. We don't really know what he's up to. But Right. Exactly. We finally figure out what he's doing at the end, but. But I, oh, one thing I wanted to say, I mentioned uh, when they were inside the safe, I'm like, oh, this is like from Ocean's Eleven. And I'm like, well, wait, when did Ocean, the original Ocean's Eleven come out? Which, but I don't know if they did the same thing. But that was in 1960, so that was before this. So I wonder if they copied. Ah, interesting. Um, uh, oh, so, so uh, what happens? So we go. Do, 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 do. I, I, I wrote down here. Oh, because they go into. I will say there's a lot of times when they did dramatic music. <laughs> that maybe wasn't quite necessary. Like they were trying to drum up stuff. Like they go into the hotel room, Cinnamon and uh, Roland, and you know they get in there. She shuts the door. She turns around and it's like da da da. The uh, Ella, the <laughs> the wheelchair is empty. I'm like, well, we know it's him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but there's so funny. many times like. These guys, for being spies, were awfully jumpy. Like, so many times. I mean, I couldn't count how many times someone was in a room doing something, and you'd hear a knock on the door. They're like, <gasps> you know, <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. a spy. Keep your shit together. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Oh, uh, anyway, so I digress. <laughs> All right. Um, so oh, I think we're ba- yeah. back in the safe. Um I wanted to mention Terry. Yeah, Terry's taking oxygen because there's not enough oxygen in the safe to sustain you for 12 hours. I guess right. So he's he's breathing. Right. Um, exactly. Yeah. That's a good plan. Um, and, and I did like so you know Barney checks in with the ex, as the exterminator, and at one point, you know, there's some general or nurse or colonel. I'm not sure who it was. Comes up and. And talks to the front desk guy or whatever. And like, like, yeah, hey, this guy wants to go to the general's wing to be able to do stuff. And he looks him up and down. He's like, fine, whatever he needs. I'm like, does it not seem weird that you're in this foreign Spanish-speaking company that this guy here is a local exterminator and he has an American accent? <laughs> I like- thought the same thing. <laughs> I, honestly, I did. I was like... They don't find this suspicious at all. Because like, hey, man, <laughs> right. I, I need to get in there. I need to get over there and do my job. And you know, yeah. everyone else is like, maybe a they're just thinking, you know, accent. all the best exterminators come from America, so we know we got yes. a good one. <laughs> He's imported. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so, so then we keep cl- going back and forth, though. Like you said to the the guy in the safe, and he just keeps spinning the wheel and like putting little magnets on something. I'm like, what is he doing? But I guess we find out later. Yeah, and, and to that point, 
there's certain points in the show where things are flipping back and forth super fast between like three right. or four different scenes and you just keep going back and forth, back and forth. So it gets a little like if you're trying, if you're watching it, it's fine. No problem. But if you're trying to take notes on it, you're like, wait <laughs> right. a minute. You know? It is. It was very hard to take notes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So at this point, I think muscles comes back to take to the boxes yeah. out, take the boxes out of this, out of the, the safe. Um, so he goes and does that. Meanwhile, uh, let's see, who is it? Roland is putting on a disguise of that that general, like you said. Uh, right. Well, yeah. And there was one thing, too. Like, they're, they show Briggs and Willie, like, in, like, the cafe restaurant part, right? Remember, they were, like, wheeling tam- oh, yeah, TV yeah. cameras in? Yeah. And Barney has some little mini TV things, so he's obviously going to do something with that. Um, but I did want to point yeah. out that these two guys are so awkward sitting at this dinner table together. You know, they're, like, they're just sitting there like, like they're like Putty in the airplane in that one episode where he just stares straight ahead. He doesn't want to read anything or look at the <laughs> That's what these guys are doing. They're just sitting there like, you're not going to talk to each other. You got to look natural. Um, All right. But uh, yeah, but again, they're uh, yeah. spies. You think they'd have that down pat, but <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, unless they're trying to play it off as so much like that, the one guy is such an underling that he doesn't even want to talk to him. Right. But why would he be at dinner with him? I don't know. But yeah, so they, okay, yeah. so they get yeah, you're right. They get the the suitcases back out. Oh, and I was wondering, did you notice when Wall or Terry went back in the suitcase? He had like a little flashlight. Like, did he have a light on and the whole time when he was inside the case so he wouldn't be afraid of the dark? Is that what he's doing? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Did you notice that? I didn't notice. Yeah. I didn't notice he had one on in the case. But Uh-huh. Like, uh, he he had it, and he brought it in the box, and they showed it still on when he shut the door. I'm like, wouldn't light leak, light leak out? But whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is where we were flipping around a lot, so I'm, I'm trying to make yeah. sense of what I wrote down here. Well, right. You got the makeup. He's also practicing how the guy spoke. Or he not, he's like actually not practicing speaking. He's practicing like gesturing with his hands. Like right. He yeah. Was. He's got like a film running, like a projector right. running. Uh-huh. And he's he's kind of trying to, to mimic the you know body language there. Right. Um, and then um, oh, and then I, I don't know. It's, I'm probably missing some things here, but at some point. They're picking the lock to go into the general's room, <laughs> and like the general imposter is there, uh-huh. and then the general opens the door, so, so like right. he sees his evil twin, and then they like freaks out. Know, they beat up, yeah, they beat up the guards and then bum rush him and go in the room. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, but yeah, before before they do, he tries to slam the door on him. But uh, <laughs> right. who is it? Uh, Terry, Terry, the safe cracker sticks his hands in the doors to prevent him from shutting it and breaks both his hands. <laughs> right. And I did post it because someone put, mentioned this on IMDb. Like, it is very obvious that there are fake hands there. So I went and recorded it. And if you play it back, like, in slow motion, you can see the actor is holding these, like, plaster hands there. And so, like, you just see, like, the fingers sticking in the door jam. And then the door slams and it pops open. And for a millis- half a second, you see him standing there holding the plaster hands. And then he <laughs> drops them and then runs in the room. 
So oh. you actually, if you look at it, it's, I post it on Twitter and Instagram. So if you want to look at it. That is awesome. It's pretty good, yeah. I mean, granted, that's, wow. you know, special effects. You didn't really have much to work with in 66. Yeah. So, And you if you you're can. really watching it quickly, you're not going to notice it. Um, it's just that someone did, so I, I had to make sure I watched it. And it was pretty good. That's hilarious. And then, right. so yeah, so then um, I didn't know who this guy was, but I guess he's a colonel. He's like a second command. At one point, he comes by and he notices the guards aren't there. And he's like, hey. So he knocks on the door. He's like, hey, is everything okay? And somehow he's able, Martin Landau is able to respond in a perfect accent and not yes. fool a guy. And fool a guy. Yeah. And, yeah. um, Oh, yeah, and this is where I wrote down, just like you said. So the safe guy's hands are broken. I wrote here, so much going on. <laughs> like I was having trouble <laughs> writing notes on it. It was just too hard to keep notes. It was because it was like a quick scene here, and then quick, you know, next next thing you know, we got the exterminator wiring up some shit, and then suddenly back to the general, and he tells the guards to bring the the girl to him or something. It was just like, bam, 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 bam. Right. <laughs> it was yeah. just it was all coming at me. I didn't know yeah. what to do. So, but yeah, that's right. So Cinnamon comes to the door, but she's back at their room, though, right? Because I think the, yeah, yeah. So she comes. She's well, at yeah, their. She, he, the, the, she's not faking that she's going in with the general yet, right? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, because I think I don't know. I, they're all in one room. I don't know which room they're in, but this yeah, is when whatever. they decide that Dan's like he's going to have to go in the vault instead. And Roland now oh, yeah, is the, also... that's the general's room. Is it? Okay. Yeah. And yeah. Roland is also going to have to play Briggs later when it's time to get his safe, stuff out of the safe again. Yeah. And this is where I wrote down that <laughs> Stephen Hill, the guy playing him, does not have a natural smile. Like, you know, it's like when he smiled, like tried to smile. It was like so hard for him to smile. I don't know. It was weird. I didn't think he smiled at all. He just looked straight. He did like a couple time. times and it just was not natural. Like is he wow. nervous? Does he just not smile at all? Um huh. So what happens here? Oh yeah. Because that's right, because then it they end up having the general in the other case. So they the guy has to carry both Dan and the general, one in each case, into the vault. Remember? Because they're both Wait. in the vault at one point. Oh, yeah, yeah. The real general, yeah. Right, yeah, it's the real general. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. now Roland is practicing a speech because he thinks he, you know, he might have to give a speech. Right, right. And as he's practicing, there's a, a knock at the door. And yeah. That's like when you said he's like, <gasps> you know, like he freaks out. And a guy, a guy, the guy comes in to see him. It's that. I, I don't. Yeah, I think he was, he, was like a he was a colonel. Yeah, he was a colonel, like his yeah second in command. And he's I just think. like he's just basically like like something's up. You know, he's he's suspecting right. something because he's yeah. like those My two guys, guys are, at the door they wouldn't yeah. just appear. You know, right. Um, so all it takes to get rid of him though is for Cinnamon to come out in a towel, and he's like, oh, goodbye. Or so, you know, I, I didn't don't know, know you just, were he, he just, that busy. <laughs> he just bails right then. So, yeah. you know, whatever. National security, oh, you're, you're, you're in the you're middle of You're with a lady? They can, they can wait. Yeah. <laughs> what are the chances? Something bad yeah. happening. Um, it was funny, though, because he was asking him, because he's like, remember earlier in the day we talked about this, 
and you know two possible scenarios he's like which one do you think it is and like <laughs> Rollins like uh, uh, uh that's when cinnamon comes out and saves the day yeah yeah and it was funny though too because oh, what did he say because she comes back out after that guy leaves and like oh you put on quite a show he's like she's like oh you should have seen it in these seats and like the two guards are like wrapped up <laughs> yeah. still in the room so they saw her like totally get undressed and put that stuff on right it was worth getting beat up and right they're like all right i'm i'm not mad about this anymore as long as you don't kill me i'm fine all right so then uh we get terry tells him you know look you know you're taking the general in there with you i don't know if there's enough oxygen you know you're too big to take the oxygen in the tank you know in the suitcase with you so uh, i'm not sure if there's enough air in there for you guys to breathe for 12 hours so I think the plan is then that Cinnamon's going to drop something off, a bag or something to put in the vault, and it has the oxygen in it. I um, guess, right? But they never – do they ever show that happening? No. Right? They <laughs> show so. her bring I the might small have just, case over. Yeah, but like I might I have just made that up in my head. but No, yeah. that's exactly what I thought too. But I just don't see – it. Never, nothing ever happens with that case. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, maybe it was just open and slowly leaking oxygen into the room for them. Yeah. Uh, and then, so one thing that she has to do when she's down there, though, she has to seduce the guy because, remember, he Dan gave his fingerprint to get his oh, right. box. So now, so Cinnamon, like, stole a, one of those things so Rollin could put his fingerprint on there so they can compare it when he goes to pick up the case cuz he'll pick it up instead of Dan as you know being the man of a thousand faces right and how do they compare that just like by eye they just like no they had like, a little you know, thing <laughs> I don't know what it okay. was i don't know what it right. was that's enough that's enough for me i'll, I'll accept that it yeah all right um, and then so she gets the new yeah that's a signature card right um she eventually slides it under the door to him to put his thumbprint on it. But right, um, then at some point they put everything back in the vault. Yeah, and close and close it up. Yeah, and they're and they're yeah. in there. Yeah, then they're in there. And then um, at first they, I didn't realize they were both in there, right? Because Dan gets out first, and then he opens the other one, and that guy comes out. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then he takes his like right. like gag off of him he immediately starts screaming he's like no one's gonna and again total monotone nobody's gonna hear you in here you can scream as loud as you want (laughs) yeah that's Um, the cool demeanor of a spy right and mind you all this is going on remember this thing only opens every 12 hours so i don't know how many times this is open now but it's been at least 24 hours (laughs) it's like a it's like a revolving door the thing's been open so many times right but my point is, at this point, we see Barney outside wiring some stuff up. I'm like, these guys don't find it suspicious yeah. that this exterminator is still there like 24 <laughs> hours later? <laughs> Good point. I have it. I have it. My note says, exterminator still wiring shit up. So, yeah, it's like days have passed and he's still there. I'm going to get these fucking mice if it takes. That's the last <laughs> thing I do. It's like Caddyshack, you know, with the... <laughs> Oh kind of man, gopher or whatever the thing was. Yeah. Um, then at one point, um, oh wait, here I, I'll play this again. We're starting this whole thing where we're jumping back and forth again. Fine for watching, 
hard for writing, taking notes. Um, but at one point, we're inside the the um, the vault again with the uh, the general and Dan, and the general's starting to plead now. He's like, "Hey, I, I'll, I'll make you a deal," you know, because he doesn't want to get killed. And uh, I got a little clip of this here. Well, it's useless, obvious. I will never give you any information. But if you forget your plan, I... I will give you amnesty. And my personal guarantee that... the warheads will not be used against your country. Oh, I'll give you the same guarantee, General. You read my meaning? Those things might go off, but it won't be in my country. <laughs> That's pretty badass. Yeah. So basically, dude, it doesn't matter. These things are gonna freaking take you out and me out or whatever. <laughs> right. Um so then we are in the general's room and we see a mask of Dan's face. That's what that's supposed to be, and the general's or the okay. Rollin as the general sitting there. I think he's still like practicing and getting ready, right? Yeah, I think so. Um or and then yeah. So yeah, and then yeah, yeah. I don't know. This thing cuts back and forth so many times because then we go back into the vault, and they're sitting there trying to. Um, he oh, so it's a color combination, and he's like, "Hey, I'm just going to pick a combination out of the air if you don't tell me what it is or whatever." Right. And again, I think we cut back to the room with the general, and the 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 colonel then comes by. And tells him, hey, you're on the air in 20 minutes. Or someone tells him he's on the air in 20 minutes. And he again, he kind of freaks out. <laughs> and he right. like grabs his stuff. And he knocks the mask of Dan's face in the garbage can. And it just sits there face up. Or quote unquote right, face right. up. <laughs> and we see it. Yeah, I'm like, literally. <laughs> literally. Face up. And that's it, that. And then the... Um, we see him at they're getting the camera ready basically to record him he's in front of the camera they're testing it out right. blah 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 and then boom you see uh what's his name barney upstairs again somehow he got back up he's up there and he hits something on his little things there and all the TVs go out right and he gets saved by so that there will be no televised speech no so they all get to leave and then he goes back to his room, and then we cut back to the vault <laughs> once again. Oh yeah, and and go ahead. And this is where he takes a guess. He's like, "All right, I'm just going to guess it's your the colors of your nation: green, white, and blue." And so he starts, you know, starts on the dial, and the the general is like, "No, no, no, red, white, and blue." <laughs> well, he doesn't so, like, even he tell him red, die. white, and blue. He just says, "No, not green." And then I thought he did. Dan, no, Dan guesses it. Actually, I have a clip here. I I, oh, okay. I listened to this like ten times to make sure that I he didn't say it, but I don't think so. Because here, listen. I think the code is your national colors: green, white, and blue. Right, General. Oh. Starts to turn a dial. Not green. Red, white, and blue. Oh, that's okay. Dan. 
Yeah, you're Generally, right. you not only have sense, you have a sense of the ironic. Hmm. So there you go. Yeah. So it's red, white, and blue. Kind of funny. So the the deal is, if you had the wrong combination, it would, it would just blow set off. off the. It yeah. would just a nuclear bomb would go <laughs> off. Right there. I mean, I don't know if you have any kind of time to get away from it. Is it like a timer delay, or is it just I mean, immediately? You would need a lot of time, right? <laughs> I mean. Yeah, then they open it up, and it looks kind of like a car transmission. Um, like, so I was thinking, is that what warheads look like? No, but I mean, we're all used it, to like, like, <laughs> like the, a fire hydrant. I wasn't sure what that was. Right, I guess that would be like the inside. That's what you're trying to say. Like, we're all used to seeing like bullet shaped ones, right? Like, uh, you know what they call a uh, Merv tip. I don't know. It's like they're like separate little mini warheads that are. Like that, and I, I, I don't, you know, there's stuff inside it, obviously, right? That's just the shell. So maybe that's the inside. <laughs> that's you know. what the inside looks like, right? <laughs> Not really, but maybe in the 60s. Well, I mean, who, you know, who knows? Maybe it is. Maybe that's yeah. like a spitting image. I don't know. I, I would like to Google what does the inside of a nuclear bomb look like, but I don't want the FBI showing up. <laughs> you don't want to draw any, uh, yeah, any attention to yourself? Unwanted attention, but I get it. We'll just go with that. Uh, all of a sudden, my webcam keeps going on all the time by itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he takes whatever he takes the warhead transmission and puts it in. Something else, a suitcase or something. He puts it in the watch box, I think. One of the watch boxes, right? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then... Um, then I think he puts the general so, in the box where the warhead was, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, does he? Oh, maybe he does. So. I didn't notice. You got to put him somewhere, so... Yeah. Maybe put him in there. And then... Um, then I go back to that suspicious guy. The colonel guy? Yeah. Yeah, he's just kind of walking around in the hallway, looking around like he's onto something. Yeah, he knows and something's then, weird uh, going. On. I think he even talks to the uh, the person up front, like the front desk guy. If you see anything weird, or was it the vault guy? Yeah. One of the two. He did you say see- that to somebody. If you see anything weird, yeah. Yeah, you let me know right away. You know. Right. And then we get to see. Um, I want to say Wally, but that's his real name, right? Terry. Uh, yeah, Terry. Terry. He's now in the wheelchair, like dressed up as the old man. He's all nervous about it. But they're like, well, one, they're like, no one looks at old man. And Cinnamon's like, if people are looking at you, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and then ahead. the fake general sends the guards away, I guess, yes. so he can get out of his makeup and stuff. Right. Right. He's like, go check the front desk, you know, or something. So they take off. He peels his face off, and then oh, then the this this was a pretty edgy scene. So the suspicious colonel comes back, and he's at the general's door, and he has a key. So he goes in the room, and he can hear the water running. So he knows like someone's in the shower or something, and he's comes in with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> And I was thinking, like, if you're going to make an entrance somewhere, especially if you don't want anyone to know you're there, you probably wouldn't smoke because you probably smell that, right? But so he puts a cigarette out, and it just happens to be, you know, the ashtray's right in front of that garbage can, <laughs> and that's where he, he sees the face staring back up at him. So so he he reaches down, he picks it up, 
kind of holds it in front of him, bends it a little bit, you know, and he's looking at it. And then uh, Roland comes out of the shower and, like, charges him. Bludges him. <laughs> Bludgeons. Yeah. Bludgeons. Oh, I can't He say had word. rage in his face. I don't know what he like hit him second, with. But... but. It looked yeah. like he just like put his hands together. Oh no! Yeah, it was like a rabbit punch type thing, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he he knocks him out. So game over for you, Colonel. <laughs> so now what happens? So now it's eleven o'clock, and the vault is opening again. This is the fourth time. How many days are they here? I'm trying to figure out if it only opens every twelve hours. What's going on now? <laughs> And now it's like some random people just putting stuff in there, right? Yeah, there's like all kinds of people who want to put stuff in there now. Yeah, and then they're Leftover their some st- dinner. You know, right. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> exactly. And then they're getting their stuff out. So now Rollin is dressed like Dan with the mask on, and he's got sunglasses on because I guess his eyes are a different color. And, you know, what's-his-name goes in and gets the... The cases. And I was kind of confused. I'm like, so who was Dan in one of these cases? I was kind of, yeah. it was, I was a little messed up, but it was like the, the cup thing. I was confused who was where. But anyway, he it's gets like those out. Game, at that yeah. point, like while they're doing that, Cinnamon's like shuffling the cards with the fingerprints on it so you can get yeah. his fingerprint out there. This Yeah, this is when it all... All kinds of things were happening, and I started losing right. track of what, what was going right. on. Yeah. But then when they leave, then we see that still Dan and the general are both still in the vault. I'm like, what? So, Because I think there were two warheads in there. I think that's what they had said yeah. in the beginning. So yeah, that's why two. they were, right. yeah. Um, so they all leave. And, and oh, and that, that little case was a suit for Dan. Like, she put it in the vault, and it was a oh, suit for him. Oh, yeah, that's right. So he could yeah. change. And then Barney, at that point, he checks his watch, and he sets off all these fireworks. That's what he was doing outside. So that way, right. everyone goes outside to look at it. Okay, and, yeah, that makes sense now. Yeah, okay. And then while they're doing that and, like, distracting people, they're inside now using... What's his name? Terry's little mechanism on the inside to undo the vault so he can sneak out. But didn't they? They eventually did they blast the safe because they blasted something inside. I do wrote here they they blow the lock on the at the same time. So yeah, maybe okay. he did. So I don't know what the point of what what Terry was doing if they were just <laughs> yeah, right. blow it up anyway. I don't know. Like screw it, let's just blow it up. Yeah, that's right. They did time it so it would blow at the same time as one of the fireworks went on outside. Yeah, and then Dan sneaks out and whacks the vault guard and walks away. Right, and then they and all the, get in cars. Right. Well, yeah, and then so they've all left. They're all in the cars, right? They're some of them are in an ambulance with Terry as the old guy, and then the other two are in the other car, and then Dan, the real Dan, walks out, and then a colonel sees him. Right, someone sees. Him. I said the colonel, but I don't know if it's the same guy that got knocked out because they thought he was still knocked out. And then he walks yeah. out and he's like, "Oh, bye, see you later." And he's like, "Wait a minute, they already left." You know, he I already saw him leave. All oh, right, right. 
So he picks up the phone to call to set up a blockade, basically, so they can't leave. Right. Um, and then they have... Uh, so then there's like a car chase somewhat. Right. And they, they, bu- they bust through the gate, through the blockade. Right. And the getaway car... Now, I'm, tr- I'm trying to... I wasn't sure if this was like the exterminator van. <laughs> or the ambulance. This. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. It was like I don't it was know. I don't know. You're but right. It's, it it's got like one. a big smoke gun in it. So then I was thinking, <laughs> maybe that's some type of like extermination tool. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's just, just a like giant thing fog, of bug spray. You just like fog a room or something with that. But uh, Maybe. But they like smoke, smoke the roadway to, you know. I don't know. You do that in spy movies. You blow right. smoke. Right. It's a perfect way to slow people down behind you. Right. Right. And um, I don't know if at some point they get out of the car and someone runs into it or something. Right. Because then they that end up leaving it. the exterminator van, like blocking the road. Right. Okay. And they all are in the ambulance now, except for Dan and the other guy who are in the other car. And then okay. as they're racing down the road, there's still some cars chasing them, but they got a head start on there. And they get to this little tiny airport and a plane, just then a plane lands and they like run right into it with the warheads and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and take off. And I'm like, man, that plane's pretty well loaded. Is that thing going to be able to take off? Because those things are pretty right. heavy. Um, and basically the truck rolls, the army truck rolls up right as they get down to the end of the runway. They shoot at it, yeah. But of course, it doesn't. You know, yeah, it doesn't doesn't do anything. And I did and like I d- how. I did st- go ahead. I-, I saw a little tidbit on IMDb that that jet belonged to Frank Sinatra. Oh, really? Yeah. But uh, I I did like how after the plane took off, like they do a pan down and they pan onto the mask that's like laying in the dirt. Oh, yeah, yeah. They left it behind, like, on the <laughs> yeah. runway. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that was the end. It just literally just ended. That was it. Yeah. So. It was cool. I actually, you know, to give my opinion, I liked it more than I thought I would. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it definitely, um, like, it, it, you know, it's definitely needs updating. Like, it, just because it's from the 60s, there's no. Yeah, I mean. Way you go into it knowing it's from 1966, and you know what you're right. going to get. But it, you know, the, yeah, just but the, the storyline and right. As I say, even like story was put together well and everything. Yeah, even like the disguises, even though the, the disguise <laughs> wasn't great, the whole concept of like peeling the face off and stuff that was right. really cool. Yeah, and I didn't, I didn't remember that that was from all the way back from the original with the the full on masks like that. Yeah, that was so cool. Yeah. So, no, it, yeah, it was definitely good. Like I said, it was just it really hard to take notes on and watch at the same time. I should have watched yes. it once first and then watched it again to take notes. But it, Yeah, it would have been easier to write my notes in a different order. But Yeah. Did you have any of the kids watch it with about. you? And it, no, no. They had no interest? Did they all see no, all the it, Mission Impossible once movies? Once they get any earlier than the 80s, and I think they lose interest, <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, um, I understand that. No, they haven't. We've been talking about it. So part of the reason why I haven't watched any of the other Mission Impossibles is because they want to watch them with me. Oh, okay. So I gotcha. we haven't, haven't gotten to it. Which we have a long playlist we got to get through. 
So I gotcha. Yeah, for them, I, I mean, maybe they'll like it better. Like I remember seeing the first one in the theaters. I think, and neither one of us, we didn't like. Not that we didn't like it, but we're like. It was just way too confusing. You know what I mean? I thought. Yeah, the first one confused the shit out of me. It I was, was like, more convoluted than I think it should have been. Then they yeah, got agree. a little bit better, but definitely after three, I think from four on, they were much tighter and um, better, in my opinion. Yeah, that's good. That's good to know. Yeah. Because, yeah, I definitely thought the first one was far too confusing. <laughs> it was. It was. So, but yeah, no. But yeah, for this show, not not bad. I liked it. I dig it. Yeah, for something for the '60s. Yeah. But um, yeah, interesting. Good times. If you guys have watched it, let me know. I think Chris from Twitter, our friend of the pod here, I think he said he's been watching it on Pluto TV okay. channel. I did. Um, so I know There's he's so been many- watching it freaking streaming services and channels now it's like i know i know well that's what i don't know if you just saw like netflix just said this uh they've been losing subscribers for the first time and it's probably because of that there's so many to choose from some are free that's the thing man you want to cut you want to cut the cable but you can't because if you buy all these streaming services it's like three times as as much much, i know exactly yeah yeah you'd have to find the ones that you'd really really need yeah, like I'll, an, I'll you know, sit through some ads, man. Make them <laughs> free. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, Mission Impossible: The Pilot, nineteen sixty-six. Not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah. Definitely see where it can. We should have uh, said something. Going to the should have done something witty, like you know, for this episode, if you choose to watch it. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I can't come up with something like that on the fly, but <laughs> um, I'm just looking at the. I like looking at the goofs and mistakes, but uh, there's. <laughs> I saw the one you mentioned with the hands, but yeah. I don't know. Oh, they said the rubber mask that he wore um, as Dan had the lips fused together. <laughs> That's just getting picky. Oh, it's uh, I did I did, and we wait on the recorded instructions. Do we listen to that? It says he's called Mister Briggs the second yeah. time. He's called Mister Reese. Is he called two different names no, in the I, recording? I don't know. Do I need to play that I again? Catch that if you want. Nah, it's fifty seconds long. I don't know. I'll look at it later. <laughs> <laughs> so, don't want to bore people. All right. Anyway, All right. let us know if you've watched it. What you think? Do you watch it now? Did you watch the 80s reboot? I, I didn't forgot that that was a thing. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, I never I didn't watch that either. Yeah. I don't know how long that lasted. Yeah. But um yeah, definitely interesting. I'd watch more probably, but maybe not for this yeah. show cuz it's too early. We kind of were watching this just because we did this this other spy show Man Called Sloan. We should probably stick more with the 80s <laughs> stuff like that. Ah, this is this it's probably better than Man Called Sloan. Oh, Definitely. no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not I don't pro- mean that. Not probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, sorry. I didn't mean that. I just meant we should probably just stick with shows that are more the time period that yeah. we're supposed to be talking about. So we get uh, we don't want to bore people to death. Um, right, right. Anyway. All right. Yeah. Anything else you want to say, Mike? No, that'll do it. 
All right. For this episode, I used to watch this then. I am uh, Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. (laughs) See you later. Bye. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedTheNumber2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.